And here we are on our second episode of Making Long Island Great Again, featuring Steph and Kip. We're here live October 8th, the year 2021, Friday afternoon here, almost a Friday evening on a unseasonably warm day here in the How are you, Seth? I am good, thank you, Eric. A bit uncomfortable, I must say, you know. Usually you get to October 8th, you get those nice fall days. It's a little bit, yeah. you know, you get a nice sweater on. Especially me, you know, I'm a little overweight, so I prefer... You're not overweight, bro. If you're overweight, I'm like John Candy. You know what? I appreciate the compliment, but I prefer, you know, a nice sweatshirt because I feel like it thins me out a bit. So I'm ready for some nice fall weather. Um, and you know what? There's nothing that makes you feel like hockey season and fall weather, right? And no, you're we- you're overweight, like I'm an astronaut. Listen, I mean, <laughs> I like the summer. I like to sweat. You know, I, I, you know, you know what? I, Eric, you know what it is though. A lot of barbecue food. You know, that's the thing. Yeah, you go to the gym, you work out, you sweat, but then you know you eat all that fucking barbecue food, and you know you probably end up gaining weight unless you're good with it. Unless unless you keep a decent diet. You know, but you could lose a lot in the summer. I like the summer. I'm a summer, you know, my birthday is July 23rd. I, I like the summer a lot. Wow, you know I'm getting married on your birthday. On July 23rd, you're getting married? Yeah, I'm 2022. Wow. What day of the week is that? Is it Saturday? It's a Saturday. Wow. Wow. That is something, huh? Mm-hmm. Look at that, listener. You it's should amazing. have um, checked with me first. I you think. know what? You're right. It, it was incredibly inappropriate of me. But I have to say one thing, not to get off the topic of the wedding and the birthday. Uh, I would agree that, you know, with the barbecue in the summer, you could add more food. But I have to make another joke about our friend Michael. And you're only gaining weight if Michael's not a- <laughs> providing the food because you know Michael's not going to give enough food for you to gain weight because he's just a cheap shit. So, Michael, next time you listen, you know, that's another reference to you buying more lamb chops this season. But, you know, while our listeners are sitting here talking about birthdays, weddings, and hot weather and barbecue food, we're six days away from the NHL. Season, yeah, we are. Right? I, I got to say, as much as I like lamb chops, a nice steak sometime, and nothing better, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but anyway, yeah. we're here six days away from the NHL starting, or five days. Wednesday, I believe it starts. Uh, Wednesday, the season starts. No, well, the season starts yeah. on the 12th. Our opening night is the 14th. So yes, are- Islanders opening night in Carolina. And my dad loves to remind me that the Islanders haven't won in Carolina in forever, even though they lost in a shootout there right before the pandemic. But yeah, uh, they played a good game. It was a good game. It was 1-1, and they lost. I mean, Islanders pretty much controlled the third period. And I'm going to overtime, and they lost in a shootout. That was the last time they played there. And obviously, they had the um, four-game sweep, which is uh, just a whack series with going to Barclays and then going to Carolina. It's like it was I don't even think about that series it's in a weird way. Not because it was bad. I just don't think about that series that much. What about you? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, first of all, my, my dad is actually going to be in North Carolina on a business trip um, next week. And he tried to convince his colleague to attend the game in rally with him. But, it, you know, the hour and a half long drive seems like it's going to be a little too much of a schlep. So, unfortunately, they're not going to be able to go. But, you know, what's funny. It makes me think about one other thing. So, you know, obviously I wear a jersey to every game. You know, I used to wear a jersey for, you know, for who he shall not be ever named again, that piece of shit in Toronto. Now I personally rock a a, a 13 jersey. 
But my father has always had this thing where he like won't wear a jersey. And I'm like, dude, just throw on a fucking jersey. He doesn't even own a jersey. But I've like always wanted him to wear a jersey. You know, I got this friend, a good buddy of mine, Mike Lisa. He's he's, uh, uh, around my father's age. And he rocked this nice, uh, I think it's a Pat fan jersey. You know, it's a bossy jersey. And my dad always said, you know, if the Islanders make the Stanley Cup, I'll put on a, a jersey. It will only be a Denny Potvin jersey. That's his rule. The, so, the, you know, obviously we're in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And I'm like, oh, huh. You know, you better get that jersey ready. And if I remember correctly, it was around Father's Day that we were in that series. So I happened to buy him a Denny Potvin jersey game five. Maybe I fucked that. So sorry to our Islander fan listeners by jinxing it. But I did finally get him a Denny Pot Van jersey. So I am very optimistic that we can break that trend and hopefully see him in his regular season. Very interesting. That's, your dad does have that nice white Islander hat. I can always he loves, You know, it's funny. And I got brought to a game. Obviously, I work in real estate and the Malkins are a big real estate guy. So, they, you know, they, they tend to have a suite. And so I, I do some work with Malkins Company, Empire State Realty Trust. So I was in their suite for a game at the Garden, actually, because it was Islander-Ranger game. And I was brought uh, – no, I'm sorry. It was at the Barclays Center. So it was during that run. And oh, they had a suite at the game. And my dad was at the game. It was an Islander-Ranger game. He was there with a buddy. And I was like, hey, Dad, come on up. It just so happened he came up and actually Trottier was in the in the uh, suite chatting up with us. Whatever. That's a story of another time, you know, with Cowboy Bruce, whatever. And they were giving out these free hats in the suite. You know, I was the only real fan there. You know, everyone else was there for the free food. Nice. Free food. And he got that hat. And you know what? I'm very happy that the hat has been put to, to good use, to say the least. That The fact that you even remember it. Right. Yeah, I've been in the suite twice. Once at the Coliseum in the last season. Well, 2015 before the uh, renovation or whatever you want to call it. downsize evasion. Um, I was in a suite against the Blackhawks on December 16th. Wonderful time. The first time I was ever in a suite anywhere was actually with Mike. He invited me to the uh, Syracuse-Boston College game. Uh, it was an afternoon game, I think, like 1230 at the Garden during the uh, on a weekday, in like 05 or something like that. And we're in the suite. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, I'm not a suite guy. I'm not, you know, it's not like a a concert. You don't feel the energy, you know. I like to feel the fans. Yeah, you don't feel the energy. But it was fun just being there. You know, experience. I wouldn't want to sit there all the time. Free food, you can't go wrong. Yeah, Mike will tell you someone was hitting like a bowl of marijuana in the suite. Yeah, in our suite. Probably you, you fucking liar. No, it wasn't me. Me and Mike were like, oh shit, can we can we get some? No, but we didn't even see the person. By the way, Michael loves the suite because he's so cheap, so he takes advantage of all the free food and booze. <laughs> what do you mean he loves the suite? What suite does he love? I'm saying because he's so cheap and he can't let them buy all the lamb chops, so he likes not... taking advantage. He likes taking advantage of the free food in, in the uh, in the suite. Hey, I don't think he's cheap, but you know, I okay. listen. If you get some, if you can Michael, get something for free, especially Michael, food in life, you got to take it. That's Michael, my that's my blueprint. Michael will be listening to this podcast, and I've let the record now stray from the last two podcasts that he needs to improve his lamb chop game this upcoming season. So I just wanted to make that clear. Improve Mike, it? Well, I don't get how he needs whatever. to improve We're it. We're spending way too much time on sweet and lamb chops. I have a question anyway. for you. I, hold on. I have a question for you. I was speaking to one of our listeners who gave actually very positive reviews last week. 
And one of the things he was actually interested in is was when we discussed things that you had to accomplish in the Nassau Coliseum. You know, for example, when you smoked pot in the Coliseum and, and other things that you've done over your, you know. I haven't done a whole lot in the Coliseum. Right. Yeah. So, that, so that takes me somewhere. Yeah. So and you've never had sex in the Coliseum, which is something you actually always said you wanted to do. And unfortunately, you did not accomplish that. In, no, in not. The, um, I'm sorry to hear that. So that brings, <laughs> me to my, that brings me to my next question. Now we're moving in as a new life is starting, you know, uh, new memories will be created. And, you know, I'd like to hear a couple things that you would like to accomplish in the UBS Center. Uh, you know, I haven't even thought about that. That's a great question. Isn't I mean, that a good question? I mean, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Very hard to have sex in the Coliseum. It's the most narrow building in the world. I mean, where are you going to do I'm, it? I'm confused. So you're telling me that the narrow factor of the Coliseum is the one reason why you've never had sex in the Coliseum, Eric? That seems a little bit far-fetched. Well, it's not the only reason. <laughs> but if, let's say, I went along with this plan, just like the marijuana thing, it's such a narrow building. You know, the bathrooms, you walk in, right? The concourse, the bathroom is right there. There's no escalator. There's no, you know, there's one floor. It's so tiny. You know what I'm talking about. No, I, I, by the way, I would think the reason for not having sex in the Coliseum is more aligned with the fact that there's really nowhere for you to have the privacy to do it. Yeah, there you is. That, right. Well, that, that, not, not the fact that the building is narrow. <laughs> well, okay. In Prudential Center, you got like this area where there's a carpet, there's a suite. You can sneak into a suite at the, at the, at the Prudential Center. Nobody sure. will ask you for anything. Sure. So, by the way, by the way. And their lights don't work, apparently, as we just saw the other night. So you'd really be in business if you picked the right night. Yeah. I mean, John Spano did have sex at the Coliseum. Okay. He did when he owned the team in a suite. Yeah. Perfect, perfect segue. Thank you for this. Uh, we've been teasing about this Spano story for quite some time now. I don't know. Should we dive into it? I think it's No, nah, let's not dive into it. Um, you know, it hasn't been that long. It's only our second episode. Uh, let's okay. start off. Well, let's talk about yeah, this upcoming season. Let's break know, it down. Before we get there, I am concerned, though, that, you know, we're going to have so much talk about what's going on during the season. We're going to deprive our listeners. We're, so we're not. Gonna... We're not. Trust me, the audience will get to know us. It will slowly and surely, you know? Okay. That's, I, you know what? I will take your word for it. I, I am excited, though, for our listeners here, but... I have one more request before we dive into the season. I would like to know, you know, what your goals are personally, besides seeing a cup being raised there, you know, and all the Oh, like personable arena goals. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are your goals in the arena? Okay. First things first, I want to find free parking, which I've already scouted out for months. I don't plan. I have season tickets. I do not plan to spend a cent on parking unless it's the first game where, you know, it's a new building. We want to tailgate. Maybe I'll shell out the money. But, like, on a Tuesday, I ain't, you know, Tuesday, Thursday, or most nights, I'm going to find parking across the street by the gas stations. There's a Wendy's over there, and there's – You've already scouted out the area, huh? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're not talking about, like, you know thank God you're not the Thank God you're not the one buying the lamb chops. Why is that? Because you're so cheap. You're looking for places to park in the Wendy's lot. Gas is up. What am I supposed to do? I there mean, I don't want to. <laughs> do you remember at game? I want to say it was the Boston series. You snuck into the Collie parking lot because you refused to pay for parking. The guy actually followed you, came over, told you, no, 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 get out. And then you snuck back in right after. I did. And I had some guy, I'm like, come, come over here, come over here. I am waving him down. He's holding the chain. Because I, you know, I tried to put the chain over the hood of my car and then get it back in my car. It doesn't work. 
and the only, the only thing it's going to do is maybe scratch the hood of your car. But like, I practically hired this guy. I'm, <laughs> he's like a good, I don't know, 50 yards away. And I'm like, come here, come here. I'm like, come, come, come. Because I'm, I'm, th- I'm trying to hurry up because, you know, someone's going to see, you know, the, the guys down at the other end where they're stopping people. They're going to see I'm not far from them. So he holds it up. I get through. And then, you know, we had our tailgate. And I think the Islanders won that game. That Was was that the last game? Was that the sixth game? No, no. I actually think that was the game that Barzy scored with like a minute and a half left and they lost an OT. Um, I think it was. I think Barley gave up like a really bad goal. Um, oh, the Boston, like, yeah, the Boston. I just like what right there was Marshan scored, and they were right over his shoulder. I was sitting right there. I moved down. I was literally right there. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Just an ex- inexcusable goal to give up. But and that's what you think so. Like, it was an excusable goal to give up. It was a, it was a bad. It was a bad goal to give up. I mean, they let but they let Boston walk into the zone there. No, 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 I don't remember exactly the play went down. You yeah, know, I remember that because I'm sitting like, there. Like, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like and I'm like you know I'm like ten rows from the ice I'm like what are they doing letting McAvoy just walk right in and then right. Mayfield had a mind lapse and they ended up scoring it wasn't a great goal but they gave up the shot to Marshawn you don't give a great player like that that look and even though it was a terrible angle he somehow scored but he's a great player great players find a way to score I, mean, I actually think he's a filthy rat but yes he is a great player can I ask you a question. When you walk into a playoff game, even a regular season game, I should say, do you feel like you could sit on the couch, watch the first two minutes of that hockey game, and you can get a feeling on whether or not they're going to find a way to win that hockey game? No, I usually have a feeling before the game. Sure. But you, okay, fine. But you, had, you could feel it, right? Sometimes, but before the game, I usually have a good feeling if they're going to win or going to lose. I mean, I feel, for playoff I game. feel this. I right. I feel the exact same way. Like I remember sitting in the parking lot. It was me, you, the normal crew, Mike, Ronnie, my buddy Mike was there, and his colleague from work was there. We were sitting on the lot. I think we had the tent up. It was supposed to rain. Great tailgate, good time. But I remember sitting in that lot and thinking to myself, "Wow, they're not going to win tonight." Like I just felt it in my bones that they I were remember not going to win. Winning, huh. No, they lost. This is the game I'm talking about. This is the game that Marshawn scored. Oh, this is the game that Marshawn scored. Yeah, not, I remember not, having not that six game against Tampa. No, game six against Tampa. I did walk downstairs and looked at my uh, my friend Seth. You know, great name by the way, and his father Rich. And I said to them, I said, you know what? If I, it was two nothing, and I and I will stand by it to this day. I made these comments because I was doing a little reverse jinx. You know, I just I, I felt like I had to change it a little bit. So I walked out there, and they're sitting in much better seats than me. Even though, as I said, I'm an upper deck guy, regardless. I walked down to them, you know, in between the second and the third, to chat it up and down 2 nothing, you know. And I looked at them, and I said, there's no way they win this game. They're finished. They're cooked. They're exhausted. Deep down, I was like, hopefully this works, you know. But I was like, if they win this game, I will buy you Brian and Cooper dinner. Occasion ribeye on me. Never yeah. had the Cajun robot. So, what do you yeah. think this season? How do you feel this season? Be honest. I, I don't want. I don't want the fake. You're really, you're really changing me off my gear from occasion ribeye today. I don't want to fake the. You know, I don't want the Kool Aid answer. I want, and then I, well, you know, then I'll give my take. Uh, you want my honest opinion? I think. I think the Metro is going to be as tough as it is. I think the Rangers, as much as it kills me to say it, I do think they take a step up. I, I think... think they take a step up because I don't know how much I believe in Philadelphia. I don't really believe in the Devils. I'm sorry. I don't believe in the Devils. I got to see But can I tell you something? Philly. Philly is the kind of team that, yes, even if they end the season with, you know, with 83 points, let's just say, hypothetically. You know, they don't make the playoffs. 
They'll yeah, probably yeah. finish with more points than 83. Okay, so 87, 90, whatever it is. They missed it. They missed a wild card by a few points, right? Right. Let's say, let's say they have 94 points, whatever it is. Um, you're always going to have a tough time walking into Philly. I don't care, but you, oh, it's, that's always. always a tough game. So oh. what I'm what I'm trying to say by saying this is I think the Rangers improve. I think Philly's going to be a tough game. They're going to be around all year long, just like they were last year. I think yep. the Devils will play it tough. You'll probably, you know, you, uh, how many times? Everyone's you tough. Everyone. Well, everyone, everybody's tough. There's no question. Everybody's tough. So I think that you're gonna. That no matter what, I I think that while I like to think that they're gonna fight to win the Metro and be a top team in the East. You know what? I, I think that they most likely come into a wild card spot. I, and I think I, they, uh, they, I agree. I'm surprised. I'm surprised we agree with this. I was just thinking today. I think they're going to be a wild card team. They start the first 13 games in the road. Then they go home. They play a, you know, I mean, that's gonna, there's going to be so much anticipation for that first game at home. And then what do they do? They play the next night against Toronto. Then the Rangers. I mean, it's just a lot. I mean, even for a good team. This is tough. The 13 games in the road. Listen, yeah, if no they question. come – but, you know, at the same time, they're very well coached. They can – you know, they can have an A5 and 3 stretch during that first 16 games. Would it really surprise you? you know, I, I, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. But, again – I would have no issue with that, by the way. No right. issue with that. And, would you? And, would you? Yeah. And, look, for me – well, they got to stay healthy. 16, 17 games, even if you do – yeah, I would have no issue with that. I mean, I wanna, hold on, Eric, Eric. Eric, speaking of health. Uh, is there a concern about uh, Marley? Yeah, I think there is. I think there is to start the season, especially when you have 13 games in a row. I think it's very concerning. I'd like in those 13 games, we finished 6-5-2. and two, I would probably, I don't know if I'd sign for it because it's a really good organization. They can, you know, they can get hot and win four or five games in a row. So I don't know if I'd sign for, you know, just over 500. But in my head, I probably would. You know, you know. What, what I, was the game? What was the game? Since I know you will remember it. A few years back, they started off. They were just atrocious. Like I think they lost. Like they, they just, maybe they were like two and five or two and four, and they had that game. They were losing like three yeah. to one. They scored two goals. One ball. I think both of them empty net. And then if I remember correctly, the game against Detroit where they came back. No, no, no. You're talking years ago. I'm talking like years. two years ago, two or three years ago. It was, I want to say, Devontae scored an OT to win it. And everything kind of just fell. The pieces kind of came together right after that game. Yeah. Do you remember the game I'm talking about? Who was it against? I want to say it was against Columbus or Winnipeg, maybe? Winnipeg. Winnipeg. They came. They always come back in Winnipeg. That's like. It's no, 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 no. This game, I believe, was. Home, I believe. Well, I'm not. But I do. I, I, I do need remember, a little. I need a little do, more information. <laughs> I do remember that. I remember the game you're referencing, though. When Everlay scored, they were down a bunch of goals. Everlay scored with like Mar- Winnipeg. Yeah, and Winnipeg. Yeah, and that and that like really put them in the playoffs that game. That was a big win. And I remember then they came back in Winnipeg in 2013. I was watching with Ron in New York City and in, in, against Winnipeg. They've had some comebacks in Winnipeg. They, I mean, Winnipeg is known to give up some goals at home. So they've had some exciting games in that building. You know, I'd like to go to all 31, 32 arenas, you know. I, I've been to some, but, you know, I still got – I have Phoenix on my list. I have to get there. They're, they might move, the, Coy- the Coyotes. I have to get to this year. 
I, I have a feeling, you know, they're going to be off to Quebec before you know it, but we shall see. Yeah, I mean, it's been under the radar. I mean, they have nine lives. I mean, I remember driving in the summer of 20 or spring of 2011 or 2010, was it? Yeah, 2010. And their ESPN on the radio, they said, the Coyotes are moving and they're going to go to Winnipeg. And what happened was they didn't go, but a year later, Atlanta went. I believe so. That's how it, it was, Atlanta. If they, if, if the Coyotes had nine lives so far, how many did we have? <laughs> well, I don't think so because the the Islanders are a New York team. They were never looking to move them. How the Coyotes are still around in the desert? I mean, by the way, they, uh, by the way, man, they were never looking to move. The ownership of these were never looking to move. But there was always talk about Kansas City or something along those lines. Kansas City was a ploy. It was never happening. Come on, no, nope. they're not moving a team in the Northeast to a place with. Uh, 600,000 people. Can, was- I say, can I say something? You always say these things, right? You talk about like the Northeast and all these things in New York. Okay. But like at the end of the day, you know, from from 90% of my lifetime, mm-hmm. a, ga- a game in, you know, on January 9th at the Nassau uh, Coliseum was 60% capacity. Yeah, but again, you're lucky you had 60% capacity a lot, a lot of those years, considering what went on behind oh, the sure, scenes. Oh, sure, sure. Mean, you know do I have to go through the years? Do I have to no, go nuts? No, do I have to bring up Don Maloney? You don't have to go through the things. Please save us. We do not need to have that memories in our life. But let me just say this. Even when you know they put a good product in the ice, there were still times that were challenging well because the ownership group was never there the arena was never there it was the, arena. the arena was never there. like for me like i look at it right now and i'm like wow i live in new york city now that i can get on a train get off the train walk into the arena unfortunately we 7 30 starts of which we could talk yeah, about later on which is a fucking uh, it's horrible oh it's a bummer yeah, i mean what was, my, uh, what was, yeah please do. tell julie what was better that ending a game though at nine thirty, you still got your night ahead of you. You got some time. It's to great. Laugh. It's it great. Bad. Great. I now it's gonna be after ten. Period. It'll oh. be eleven before you know it. That's what I'm saying. It's ten o'clock. Now you're over. It's ten fifteen, ten thirty. You go to overtime. You're not finished. No, 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 no. Listen, you would finish games a really quick game. You'd finish at nine twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Average game would be nine thirty-five. Overtime game might go to nine forty, no later. So you just add a half an hour now. A really long game is going to end at ten ten now. A short game will end at about nine fifty nine fifty five. That was a really quick game, you know. It, it, it's a problem. It's a problem. But hold on, okay. Let's 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 rewind again. We're, we're talking about season preview. I gave my expectation. You agreed with me on that. I would like to just before we get into lines and bellows or panic, I'd like to just talk about one thing. Varlamov. He's not going to be ready for opening night. So we're going to be going with Ilya. Yeah. And who knows when Varley will be ready. I, what's wrong I, with him? What, I, what, what's wrong with him? I'm reading just, you know, tightness, soreness, um, nothing overly serious from what I understand. Right. Martin, I understand he had surgery on his ankle. Sure, so I get sure. it. Different. Right. I, you know, whatever. It's, it's, it's concerning. You know, I am a. This is something we, we don't agree on. You know, it's funny. I remember being at a playoff game this past year, and I just – I think we had just really started tailgating and whatever, getting after it together. And you were, like, moving around, switching up seats. We ended up in, the, in a section over from me. Yes, and, I remember that. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden, I look over here, someone goes, Put And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy's got his mind. What are we talking about? Varley's put on a fucking show the last two nights. 
and you wanted Ilya to come in because he gave up a I think a couple bad moves. I personally, and I might get you know screamed at for saying this. I like Varlamov a lot. I like him more than Leonard. I'm not upset with Leonard. I like Varlamov. I like him. I'm just saying. Yeah. If you told me, you know, who do I think is a better goaltender right now? I don't think it's a debate. I think Semyon Varlamov is a significantly better, more trustworthy goalie. Then I when I watch yeah, Ilya but that's play, ridiculous. He's had Volomov's had so much more experience. Absolutely, absolutely agree. I, that's what I'm saying. I think he's a better goal. Like when I watched Ilya, at least yeah. last year, and then now understanding. Did you see yes, him against Pittsburgh in that ab- sixth game? Absolutely. At the Coliseum, phenomenal. how good he played, phenomenal. how he was moving around, how athletic he was, phenomenal. how you know phenomenal. his demeanor, how he you know how good he looked, and just you know it was only like his probably his 25th start. Sure. He needs another. He needs some time. You know what? I'll bite my tongue. Let's see what happens after that road trip because he's going to be playing a lot of it. And what about Schneider? I mean, is Schneider going to Schneider? Yeah, I don't know. This, it's ridiculous. But did he you had see a really how good his, I heard, and then his he had that placement was at times? Yes, uh, but Sorokin? Heard, yes, but I heard Schneider had a horrible camp. Everything I read, he just didn't They'll probably good. sign a goalie. I don't think they'll have Schneider. They yeah. also have that other goalie in the minors. Yeah, but I don't think he's ready yet. No, neither do I. But uh, whatever. Zarek, Zarek, who people aren't really talking about. Zarek, yeah, yeah. S-K-S-K-A-R-E-K. Yeah, I think he's going to be an NHL goalie. Finally, people, they drafted him, I think, in like the third round or something. Like, it wasn't like that deep of a draft. But I also thought Poulin was going to, Poulin was going to be a good goalie. So, you know, this guy is kind of like in that same build. He's, um, you know, it's funny. I don't even know who the hell you're talking about, Poulin. So there you go. 2010, they drafted him. French-Canadian kid. I got a hard on. I told Ronnie how he was going to be a good goalie. He never made the show. Yeah, so you, I don't want to get you, too excited about this you, kid. You softened up real quick, huh? What do you mean? Your hard on softened up real quick. Holy shit. Between this and the cigarettes outside the parking lot, sometimes I, I just go over your head. Right. Okay. All right. Now we're going to write again. Okay. So now let's go through so our four-line expectation. Everywhere I'm reading is saying it's going to be Anders, Matthew, I'm sorry, Barzal, because we don't do nicknames or we don't do full names here, and Kyle Palmieri. That's why I'm reading. Are you hearing the same thing? You know, I don't really pay attention to lines. Uh, they, could always, they could switch them period to period. I don't worry about lines. Like, first line, sure, I worry. You know, that's something that I worry about. Fourth line. But – the second, third line throughout the season, 82 games, you're going to see a huge difference. Um, but now they have so many extras, though. That's what I'm interested in. Parisi, Panic. When do they get them into the lineup? How do they fit Bellows into the lineup? My, Michael Del Cole is still around. All right. Let's I'm forget done. about Michael Del Cole for I'm a second. With, I'm done with MDC. I'm done. With All right. Let's say I... we forget about him. But Bellows, you got to get him to a game. What about Parisi? He's not going to play all 82 games. No, by the way. Panic is not going to play all 82 I, games. I completely agree with you. I, I, the thing about Bellows is that I think he really needs a shot. And we need to understand what we have here. Because at the end of the day, if we're not seeing what we think we need to see, yeah. then you got to get rid of him. You got to give oh, him I agree. a chance. Oh, I agree. You know, but again, trade. his sample size is not big enough at all. I, I needs, agree. I agree. You know, we need a, he needs a season where he plays 50, 60 games and he could has not. But again, the team is, they're looking to win the Stanley Cup. This is, you know, they, they're expecting and, to win the Cup. And, and by the way, like we talked about last time, it's an 82 game season. It's a different right. breed of a season. That's it. So you know what? Yeah. There's going to be injuries. There are going to be injuries. 
and you're going to need to have next man up mentality, which they've always had, and they've never had a problem. They, they are the definition of winning by committee. But deal. that's why you need to be deep. Here's the deal. I don't think they're going to have a great start. I'm not saying they're going to start three and eight and one. They could, but I don't think they're going to get off to a great start given their schedule. But could they have a big second half, the Islanders, and, you know, go from like a 10 seed to a six seed? Absolutely. They have the talent, you know, the organization, the coaching, where if they start bad, they can still get it together. And that's why I think a wild card spot is very possible for them. I, you know, I don't think making the playoffs is a hundred percent. They, I mean, even with their roster being as deep as it is and, you know, having a pretty balanced lineup and coach and all that, but there's, there's something about this group though, that, you know, when they get to that time and it's time to, to you know, exactly, let's, I'm let's, worried roll. About- let's roll that. By the way, I completely, it's so funny. Cause I was thinking about this. I was actually urinating when I thought about this. And I was thinking to myself, wow, you know, like we're going into the season. You know, we just went to the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, there is a bit of an intensity letdown going from the Eastern Conference Finals to a new 82 game season. Like, it's 82 games. It's a long season. Not really. If your team lets hustling for the cup, sure. Like, sure. And you have, all, you know, well, you have guys who want to win, it's, it's, it's more there. motivation. So there's no, so you don't expect any sort of hangover, is what I'm asking you. No, I don't expect a hangover. Right? I I can see injuries. I can see having the worst schedule known to man. Thirteen games in the road, and then coming home and playing a bunch of games and and tough games. Could I? Am I a little? Am I worried? But I'm always worried. But yeah, I am worried. Okay, let me ask you this: You walk into midseason, right? You're getting up to the trade deadline, and you're flirting with a wild card spot. You know, you're not in one right now. I'd you're be comfortable then. It. I'd be comfortable the Islanders. Staying so, strong. So, you, so, so, no, so no pun intended here. You don't think Lou panics? I think Lou's going to make another trade or two no matter what this season. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think I, I, he'll – it might, might not be a huge move, but like a Pajo or Palmieri, I don't know if it'll be anything like that, but he'll make well, a small my, move. My, make my, a small move, possibly. My, my concern is that, you know – Obviously, Tarasenko would have been great because they found a way to, to, to get him in there. Tarasenko might be that guy, actually. Right. But my question for you is, is like, who are you? I think there's more of a need right now, unless Salo takes his big step up, to, to, to bring in another defenseman, at least depth-wise, right? Like, I think that Letty, like, losing Nick is a bigger hole, than, especially on the power play, bringing the puck up and getting the puck over the blue line. I mean... I, they good. are they are fucking atrocious at getting that puck into the uh, into the other zone. I mean, in that neutral zone, I've never seen a team like that in my life. So yeah, I, I, that that's a loss. Right now, my biggest concern are the puck moving defensemen, the speed. I yeah. mean, look at our six sevens, Green and Chara, good guys, very dependable, not the quickest. But you lost Letty, who's one of the fastest skating defensemen in the National Hockey League, let's be honest, right? I mean, he's coast to coast. You know, he's underrated, in my opinion. He's, I he, completely agree. You know, he's not, he doesn't have a great shot, which, you know, which was never great on the power play. You know, he could handle the puck, move it around, but he never had a great shot from the point. So I think it was one of the reasons the power play would struggle at times because he needed more of a point man there. Like, you know, no adoption. Well, that's what I always found that I, I, that's what I never really understood 
it always was weird to me that Barry did that, that Noah was playing the point guy. Like, I, I didn't understand that a lot because I feel like, yes, Noah's a quality kid. I mean, he's going to be a great defenseman. But I, I don't know. I always felt that he was a weird choice to be the one bringing the puck up the ice. Who? Dobson or Lenny? Yeah, Dobson. Yeah, I mean, he's got some wheels, though. Uh, I'm not sure what Dobson is here. If he's going to be great, he definitely has the potential. We'll see if he has the hockey smarts to, you know, to make decisions and if he has the physicality and endurance. Um, but he should be a quality NHL player. And I think they made a great pick, picking him at uh, 13th overall in uh, 2018. Do you think that? Pittsburgh takes a massive step back this year. I, you know, I'm I'm so happy you brought that up because I was thinking about it just a few minutes ago. Yeah, Malkin is out. I mean, they look they're used to playing on Malkin, and they're you know to an extent they're used to playing on Crosby. Although Crosby's been better with injuries the last five years, I'd say, but they're used to playing on Malkin. But Malkin's going to miss the first two and a half months. Crosby's going to miss the first six weeks. They play in the toughest division. The Rangers should be a little tougher and better. Um, it's going to be very tough for the Penguins to make the playoffs, you know. And I, I can give you my my eight teams. I'll do that. Let's do that right now. Um, I think Florida's going to have a great season. I think everything's coming together for them. They're a team that, in the end, I'd be worried about playing them if I'm the Islanders in the playoffs. If they can get another defenseman or two, they could win the Stanley Cup. They're that good. Maybe another forward, you know, they're a few moves away from doing what the Islanders did or better. They, they're they really good. I think they could finish first. I think it's going to be very hard for Tampa to finish first again. I think Florida has a great shot to finish first overall in the East. As far as division champion in our division, Atlantic, I mean, Washington is always there. So I'm just going to keep picking them to win the division. So that's my top two, followed by no particular order. You'll have Carolina. I think they'll finish right at the top. You'll have Tampa Bay still. Boston always makes the playoffs, right? That's five. Um, I'll put the Islanders in there, but it could be a wild card spot. Could be, could be higher. I, it, Islanders are a huge question mark because of their situation with their schedule this year. But people are not really around the National Hockey League aren't really putting in that into perspective like we are. So I think the Islanders are going to be picked to finish first, second, third, fourth by a lot of people. Um, yeah, so if, let's just – let me do the top eight. I think it will be Florida, Tampa Bay, Boston, and Toronto in the Metro. In the Atlantic, I think it will be Washington, Carolina, the Islanders, and the Rangers. Those are my eight. Pittsburgh is out. Philly's out. Hello? Did we lose him? All right, so let me ask you this question. A little technical you, difficulties there. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shush. Do you think that we are – that they feel disrespected going into the season, off the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, pushing Tampa to seven? And by the way, seeing Andrew score in that preseason game, like if you ask me – it's like, holy shit, what a fucking piece you were missing. I mean, it's just like you already, you always knew it. But like seeing that goal, you know, typical garbage goal from Anders, it made me think like, wow, if he was playing in that series, I just think it's a different outcome. 
I don't know. I, mean, I had this conversation with my dad. He, we both don't think it would have changed the outcome against Tampa Bay. We just think they're too good. It was their time. But, I mean, the Islanders came so close, so it's like, of course you're going to – I mean, I, I don't know. I thought the Islanders had a really good team. I, you know, injuries happened both sides of the puck. Forsberg was out in the 2001 Stanley Cup Finals, and the Avalanche still won the Cup without him. They beat a great Devils team. Lou Lamarillo was the general manager. <laughs> They, and they won without Peter Forsberg, who was one of the best players in the true, league in that final. Nobody remembers true, that. True. So, if you're a great team, I think you can win. Was that, that, was that, was that the Ray Bork year? That was the Ray Bork, Bork year. People don't remember. Greatest Forsberg moment. Forsberg not in the finals that year at all. Great, greatest moment in sports history. I will stand by that. It was the – I don't know about the greatest, but it was one team, one goal. I, me and Gary Thorne actually both picked the Avalanche to win the Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying when the announcer's like – after 20 years. Yeah, after 20, 20 years. Oh, 20, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that moment, you every year appears in your eyes, you can watch it a thousand times. Oh, I've watched that a thousand times. Mike and Ronnie, I've sent them in group chats. I've sent that, uh, that it's, clip it's to them. It's just fantastic. Yeah, it's great. So, so, hold on. Let's talk now. So, now we have, we obviously are six days away. Are we going to do a live show on Thursday? Or can our fans expect that? What do you think? I don't know. I got to talk to our producers about something like that. I don't know if we're ready just yet for a live show. Is, is this your excuse to not have to schlep to the city? We're going to have a show during the game? No, post-fucking game. Post-game? What time at night? We're going to do it from 10.15 to 11. We'll do Too a 45 got to get up early in the morning on Friday. I can't be doing that so late. All right, then I guess we'll be doing a Friday a Friday afternoon pod. I guess that, that will be our recap. Yeah, I mean, listen. And by the way, may, maybe we wait and we do it on Sunday after we get a couple games in and we, got, we can really talk about it. But I guess we'll cross that bridge next week and we'll see where we are. Okay, do you see any surprises in the Eastern Conference or Western Conference, for that matter, as well this year? Do you see who's a team that maybe is, you know, not not saying they are going to compete for a cup, but saying that maybe they didn't make the playoffs last year or kind of are under the radar in the whole NHL? Who you think you know what can come I, in I, and make the playoffs? I don't maybe know, win around this year. I don't know if it's surprising because I, I think they've kind of been around the ball for some time now, but I do believe that Florida is really going to be a, a Well, team. they're not under the radar. They're expected to. to uh, of course, but I, I, I think you're going to see yeah. them. I well, think you're going to see them compete. I mean, I think they're oh, really yeah. going to be. Oh, I think they're one of the best teams in the league. I think they're going to be an absolute powerhouse. Yeah, they could be. They're, I think their defense was, I mean, a complete joke in that playoff series against Tampa. Oh. I mean, they took it to them like crazy, and then yep. they had no one back there to defend. So they're going to. They're going to add a defenseman, maybe even two during the season. I how feel about like how about yourself? What do you think? Any who's your surprise? I don't know. Are there any surprises? I could see the Penguins falling back, maybe because of their injuries. Um, in the East, uh, I could see Ottawa taking a step and possibly playing for a wild card. I think it's possible. In the West. People seem very down on Vancouver. They had a really exciting team the previous year. Maybe over an 82-game stretch, they could, you know, they could become believers again to some people. Maybe, maybe, some it, took a, maybe it took a third Jew from the Hughes family to really make well, all of them take a step up, right? For the Well, he's on the Devils. Well, there's three of them now. I know. 
Right. But my favorite one is on Vancouver. That's who I'm talking right. about, the defenseman. Yeah. He's a fucking stud. Yes, Quinn, right? Quinn, 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 Quinn. Quinn, yes. Right. Quinn Hughes. Stud. Oh, absolutely All right. stud. Let me ask you a question now. Expectations, because obviously I, you know, I, of course I, I can't lie. You know, I obviously have a strong desire to watch the Toronto Maple Leafs continue to suffer. Specifically, oh, I, the- you know, I have no reason to believe they're going to win a playoff series. I think they'll make the playoffs. I'll continue to pick Of course them they'll make the playoffs, the playoffs but, but, but you can't win Stanley Cups without goaltending and defensemen, and they just don't no. seem to fucking do no, it. Like it I said, sense. I mean, would it shock me if Toronto missed the playoffs and then they really, like, blew up the team? It's possible. It's bound to happen. At one point, this thing is going to blow up. They're I'll not winning it. a Stanley if, Cup. If they... If they have the same outcome this upcoming year. I, I, I first of all, I think John is ran out of town. I think they, Matthews will score. They were up three to one with no fans. They didn't have to go to the Bell Center and play in front of those yep. psychos yep. in Montreal. They didn't have to go there and play, and they blew a three-one series lead to the Montreal Canadiens. Nonetheless, disgusting. I mean, can you imagine how bad that is? I mean, especially I mean, of all teams. Of all teams, they do it against Montreal. I mean, and with no fans, they didn't even have the, you know, like they had, they had every edge possible. In that I series. mean, look, when you're paying, what are they paying to their three stars to Johnny, Mitch, and Austin? I mean, what are you at? You're at 40 million, 35 million dollars for three, yeah, for the three of them. Yeah, see, the, the you know, that's fine. Where I think they made the mistake was. Where they had to include Nylander the minute Tavares signed. Yeah. The minute he signed, Nylander, who you knew was going to get a raise, had to be traded. But Tavares was as well, I only want to come if nobody's traded. Well, you know what, John? You know what that brings you? That brings you very little options in net and very little options on defense because you can't yep. pay anybody. Yep. Yep. And now so this, this I have, is your, and this is your I'll result. Toronto in. I'll take them in. Florida in. Tampa Bay in. And Boston always makes the playoffs, no matter what. I don't know who their goaltender is anymore, but you, they always make it. You got to put them in, right? So those four, Buffalo's not going to make it. Detroit's not going to make it. I, and I got to tell you something that's funny, though. I, I, I've always been petrified of, of Boston. Like, if, yeah, you ever, if you ever asked me to pick one team I didn't want to play in the playoffs, it would have been the Boston Bruins. Me, and Ottawa like, Senators. We never played good in we Ottawa. We never played good in Ottawa. We never. <laughs> by the way, we now never played in Ottawa. We yeah. never played good in Calgary. It's no, a, well, they'll play there once a year. Yeah, but we never – I feel like we never win those games when we go to, into Calgary. That's just my opinion now. Maybe yeah, I'm, we've lost a lot of Calgary games. We've won some Edmonton games over the years. Yeah. Uh, we've won some Vancouver weird, games. But it's those it, weird games, though. Yeah, those weird games they always seem to struggle in. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, you know, and I, I don't know why. And, and by the way, I feel like the 10 o'clock games, too, you know, those games, they, they seem to just – San Jose, you know, games like but that. But they've had a good record against the West the last few years. Sure, sure. Even yeah, with Dougie yeah. Waite, they have. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they've won some games in all those Western buildings, I think, for the most part. And they've also had some tough losses. You think Jack Capiano deserves another job? What's that? You think Jack Capiano needs another shot? As a head coach? No. I don't think he's a head coach material. And I think everybody knows it. Interesting. All right, all right. I think you know Dallas what? made a mistake with Rick Bonus. He went to the finals, they had a great run, and then they what did they give him four years? I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know that's 
they're also a really good team who can who's veteran who's you know is a veteran team. By the way, by the way, by the way, that is a team that yeah. you always have trouble against when you go into that arena. I, oh, yeah. I, I, always. I I don't know the last time I watched them go into Dallas and be like, wow, you know, we're really we got our legs moving tonight. Rick DiPietro was the goalie. They had a yeah, shutout yeah, there yeah, one year. Yeah, you know, I think two thousand seven. It's just incredible to me that you can even flash that back. You know what? I think one episode. One episode, we're going to just do some, like, trivia with you. We're going to be like, okay, you tell me what happened on this date in 2009, and let's see how good you could possibly do. All right, we'll do it. We'll play games. Yeah, we'll play games. We'll I, do I like it. that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, you know, we're coming up on 46 minutes. Obviously, we have a pod next week. Uh, it's exciting, obviously. Uh, we've been waiting, you know, not as long as we've waited in the past for it, thank God, but we've, we've been waiting for this moment. Um, especially with New York sports the way they are these days, it makes us even more. I have exciting. no interest besides the Islanders. Like the Giants have been bad, so bad the last what seven years? Seven I mean, years. 2016, they had a little blip. since, uh, the, since the McAdoo year against Green Bay. Yeah, but even before game. that, yeah, yeah, 2015, 2014, and 2013 were miserable. Miserable. So it's been, it's been, it's really been about like the last. Over pretty much since they won the Super Bowl, listen, 2012, 2011, 11, yeah, yeah. Ever since that breakdown in night in um 2012, where they had a terrible end to the season after they had a pretty good, decent start, you know, they were listen, they had a Super Bowl hangover, but everyone thought they were gonna make the playoffs, they were in a pretty good position. And then what they lose, I think, their last two games or three games, they got destroyed in Baltimore, they got destroyed in Atlanta in 2012. And they really haven't been the same organization since 2013. They, I think Eli Manning got sacked 13 times in one game. But anyway. Thank God we have the new. The Yankees are not the same. The Mets, I don't know what's wrong with them. They, I mean, they can't even make the playoffs. I, I don't get it. Third highest fucking salary in the league. It's ridiculous. The Jets are back to what they were in the 90s. Uh, look, the Islanders are in a perfect spot. Perfect spot. Perfect, position, perfect right position. And you know what? Like we keep saying, it's cup or bust. That's it. So I'm going to let our listeners, you know, have some time to, to wait for next week for us. And hopefully uh, we continue rocking and rolling. Um, and so I think we, for tonight, for pod number You two, got any plans tonight? What are you doing this week? Uh, so I don't even want to get into it. I got I to gotta go to dinner tonight with a, a couple that we're friendly with. Uh. Very good friends with. You know, uh, I've been out every night this week for dinner after dinner, so it could be the last thing in the world that I want to do right now. I'd love to sit on the couch and just fucking watch television. But, uh, I, you know. I'm going to go take, like, three, four edibles right now. That's really like great. That's, that's really great. You know, unfortunately, in my house, I don't make the fucking rules. So Why not? Uh, it's just the way it works in my house. You know, happy wife, happy life. And again, I that, I've heard that, you know, and I've, I've been thinking about it the last – few years you know i think there's some truth to that statement i do no, 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 no. you don't there's no thinking it's a factual statement <laughs> it's not a question if my if, if my fiance is not my wife yet if she's happy i'm probably pretty fucking happy yeah but you know? are you happy even if you're unhappy are you happy just because she's happy are you really happy honestly probably like obviously, if I lost the deal at work and like, she's but in you're a really only really happy mood. because she's not bothering you. That's the only thing. You're not really happy. You know what, Eric? When you have uh, a wife that you live with and that you love so dearly and it means the world to you, one day, I promise you, you will have a different understanding. 
I'm sure there's a different understanding. It's like when you have dogs as pets and then you have children. Totally different outlook okay, in life. Okay. Now we're going to get – sure, sure. But I, I think we're – I I think we're comparing two different things. Like a dog is a fucking dog, you know. Unless it doesn't feel good, it's gonna be pretty cheery and happy. Unless you're taking a nap. I'm like a dog. I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm like a dog. I'm upset. Like I'm dog. happy. I'm, I'm happy. I'm upset. I'm hungry. Way, I'm not hungry. I'm bar- you know, I'm like a, I'm a dog. In the other room, and if she hears me comparing her to a dog, it might not be happy wife. Happy no, wife, no, wife. I'm the dog. You can tell her. Yeah, yeah. Talking exactly. about me. You're I'll pass the message. Um. All right. So that's it. Oh, well, that was. It was fun. Uh, I, had, I had a great time. I'm just hoping our technical difficulties work out. But that we'll, we'll leave that. We're sorry for technical week. difficulties. Yeah, we have they, some, they won't even realize, so it doesn't matter. If we have some ticks and whatnot to fix in the studio. By the way, and one last thing, I was thinking about it. As our listeners continue to grow, I think uh, we should get a sponsor that helps out Eric with their parking for this season. So that's my call out to our, <laughs> our listeners. Why should why shouldn't my tickets, my season tickets, come with some by sort way, of parking? By the way, I, I actually one hundred percent agree with you. You He's get a discount, big deal. I'm not. Listen, I'm gonna go to a game. I'd rather spend the twenty five dollars on dinner. If I go to like thirty games, it's a lot of money. Think by the way, it. you know what I actually want to talk about next week? Speaking about dinner, I want to talk about if you ever ate food at the Collie. I'm interested to know about yes, that. Don't don't. Yes, I don't want to hear about it right now. I don't no, 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 no. And I, I want to hear about, about goal, like things that we want. Like stadium food is is actually like a fairly important thing. I don't really eat stadium food anymore because we because... are Coliseum goers. We don't no, eat stadium. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. There was that. There was that article that came out about food and stadiums. They kind of fucking skeeved me out. So I've kind of been off the food and stadium train. But the, I'll tell you this: the Coliseum did used to have this grilled chicken sandwiches that was like McDonald's, and I fucking loved it. Regardless, I'm going on a tangent. I have dinner in an hour. Let's move on to next week. Eric, sign us off, baby. All right. That's it. Let's go, Islanders. All Thank right. you all. Have a good weekend. Week. Let's all go. Right. See you next Bye-bye. week. Bye-bye.